Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Welcome to or welcome back to the Closeted Soul podcast. This week, I have the absolute pleasure of chatting to Suki on all things self-love. Um, we are really going to dive deep into this topic because it's something that has changed both of our lives in the most like best way possible and our interpretation of self-love has shifted dramatically over the last year I'd say um so I'm so glad to be having this chat with you because with um Suki we started to chat on Instagram and we got to talking and we were like fuck let's bring this conversation to the podcast because it's just such an important topic especially in this day and age with everything that we're going through so hi Suki do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners and just explain a little into what it is you do hi everyone it's so nice to be here You know, I've tried to fit myself in a label in a box for like the longest time in my life and it just hasn't worked. But I call myself a creator, a dreamer and a coach because, you know, I've just been many things. But really what I know myself to be and who I know myself to be is just a soul who's here to play, here to answer my deepest desires and here to just live life for myself. And like Shalay said, I have a huge passion for self-love, spirituality, intentional living, and I'm all about inspiring other soul-led people to also shine and just unleash their magic in whatever way. That's such a beautiful description. I love everything that you just said. So before we get into anything on the Closeted Soul podcast, I ask all my new guests, when did you first come out of the spiritual closet? Oh my goodness, I was not prepared for that question. (laughs) Um, It's actually quite recently. I feel like it was last year around April. I started my self-love journey around a year before that. And then through self-love, I discovered my spirituality. So coming out of the closet and into all that I am now, it's been almost a year and it's just been the most amazing journey. That's incredible. So you're just fresh out of the closet like me. So you're you're one of the newly awoken yep. part of this mass awakening process. Oh good, that's so fun. I um I want to know more about it. Like what happened? How did it kind of how did it happen? Yeah, you know what? I've always grown up in a household that had multiple like religions. My dad's into Taoism and Buddhism. My mom's Catholic and my sister and I I think was always like TBD. In a way, we never really, we believed in something bigger, but we never had a definition. So what the process was like is it was actually easy in that sense because I was set up to express myself in a different way, just like how my parents are. Yeah, at the same time, it was very scary because suddenly everything that I knew about myself and how I am supported in this lifetime changed in a very good way. Because when I started my self-love journey, I had this mentality where it felt like it was me against the world a bit. 
like I had to give myself the self-love, but then it was through my self-love journey. I actually received a vision one day where I was going through my old patterns, you know, doing those exercises to reframe my beliefs. And I had a vision where I was brought back to all the moments where I felt like I needed more self-love, but instead I could hear my inner being and my guys just calling my name through every single situation. And it was then that I realized that I wasn't alone and that this whole time I thought I had to learn all these lessons through all these experiences. But really what I came here to do is just come into alignment with who I really am. And that really is what prompted me on this whole spiritual journey. Mm, That's really, really special. I love that with your upbringing. I love the polarity that you experience with beliefs and religion. And I love the freedom that you had to really explore what felt right to you and to go on that journey. Because yeah, I think it's so important that everyone be able to ask their own questions and to explore in areas that they want to explore. So it's lovely that your, your mom and your dad could even like you know, have a union, you know, besides their beliefs, because I just think like, that's what this world is all about. It doesn't matter if, you know, somebody or, you know, your partner doesn't believe what you believe in, as long as you guys can like exist in unity together, that's the most important thing. And it's like the division that I see um, that, you know, happens on this planet. That's really where we go wrong as humans, I believe. Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, my partner is not really on the same page with me in terms of spirituality. I think that's the best way to say it. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Um, Mine too. He's very grounded. You know, he's very logical, like in this 3D experience. But at the same time, like, I feel like at the core of every religion in my belief is that it's really the same thing. It all comes from the same source in my view. And I feel like when we spend too much time pushing against what we don't agree with, we tend to disconnect with our own truth. So rather than really focusing on the groups and the polarities, which I know exists for a variety, it's just much more peaceful to focus on what you believe in and just stick by that. It really does all come back to this one thing. It's self-love. And I've found that to be true in my own journey. Um, You know, I have been going through many changes as of lately. I started this like spiritual business. I was convinced that that it was like in total alignment with me and my soul. And, you know, then I realized, no, actually, I've just re-repeated a pattern that I do in my life where I mistake my other people's passion for my passion. And I created something that wasn't in alignment. I wasn't listening to my higher self. And it was funny like to go on that journey because I just realized that it really is all an act of self-love, like coming back to this place where I can like trust myself in creating the life that I want, no matter what, no matter how much it doesn't make sense, no matter how much like in this physical experience right now, like guys, I'll give you my, like just what happened to me. I was making an income online, right? I left my job that I was reliant on for income to like two days a week. So that's not enough to pay my bills because I, I, I pay my own bills and all of that. 
And then I basically realized that it wasn't in alignment. And I was like, okay, what are you going to do? I had a choice in that moment. I was like, okay, are you going to continue on this life of, um, you know, doing things that you don't want to do, letting your energy be drained? Or are you going to just quit that and do what you want, even though like, it makes no sense. So for example, for me, it was content creation. It's always been content creation. It's having these sorts of conversations and just creating content because that's what that speaks to my soul. It's been like that ever since I was 15. And I ignored that voice for so long, even through my spiritual awakening, I was telling myself that I couldn't have it. And it's funny because like for me, it's always been YouTube, like going on YouTube. I don't know what that means. I don't know where that's going to take me, but I just know that it's something that I have to to do, right? And it's so funny, like through this journey, I've even told myself that I can't have that, right? That's not self-love. And then I, I've gone on, um, I've gone on this path and I've created this business and I've, you know, done all these things. And I was like, wow, hold on, wait, I am still moving away from my purpose and my want and what feels in total alignment to me. So it's really funny because now I'm like coming back to this place and I've literally got rid of that source of income. I basically make like hardly anything. My partner is supporting me right now and I've never been supported by anyone. And it's like a really uncomfortable position to be in. And it makes no sense to me. And, you know, with YouTube, there are all these like reasons as to why it like it it can't work and people say it's too late and all of these things. And I'm just like, how are you going to make money from that platform? I have none of those answers. All I know is that my soul really, really, really wants to do it. And it's something that feels in total alignment. Like I get giddy when I'm doing a YouTube video or when I'm creating or when I'm editing. And I'm like, those are the little feelings that we need to follow. I don't know how I even went on this tangent, but it came out. So I'm going to go with it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love this tangent because it's just, we connected, I think, when you were transitioning out of that source of income, like online of what you established before when you're doing readings. Yes. Yes. And I remember I was going through the same phase, really. Like I was just on the same timeline pretty much. And I can totally relate with what you went through. And I'm just so happy that you found what you want to focus on for the next season of your life. I mean, it doesn't have to mean forever because there is no forever with one passion project you know you just get to evolve and it does come back to loving yourself enough to know that you've already asked for something different so now it's time to go and line up with it even if you don't get the immediate validation from your reality Mm, I love that. Can you go into your story if you feel comfortable to? I would love to like, you know, hear, because I remember you us being very on par in that moment, but what happened to you? You know, what triggered this like, okay, hold on, I need to transition and I need to be doing something that's in total alignment to me? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I started off as a coach in 20. 2021, 2020, 2021, I started off as a coach because I got this download. I remember it was December, 2020, where I got this download to do a self-love masterclass because that's the journey I've been on. And then quite easily, I transitioned into the coaching industry because that was a thing that was up and coming during the time. And, you know, I loved it because I got to mentor some women and I got to help them, assist them. And in the most important way, though, is that I was really helped by them because I invested in myself. I 
attended seminars and everything to, you know, try to just be a better coach. And along the way, I discovered that, you know, I just didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I would, you know, and that's hard because I also left my job in 2020 in advertising, which is my dream industry, um, to pursue coaching or to pursue my own healing. And here I am announcing to the world that I'm going to be a coach. And then suddenly deep down in my gut, I'm like, okay, I, I kind of want something different now when I haven't really even fully paved the way yes. of coaching. <laughs> so, right. That's like the huge, like what, like your ego comes in, um, you know, so it was hard. It was hard at first because I really tried to push myself and show up online and constantly be educating, sharing tips and tricks and stuff. It just didn't feel right though. But it was around that time I deepened my spirituality. I was cracked open and I just realized I did the same thing. Like I, I had pursued advertising because I thought that it would make me look more successful. And then when I went on my own healing, I immediately lashed onto coaching because it made me feel a little bit more successful having left my job. And so when I connected to my guides and my inner being, I started realizing that my mission was never someone else. It was just me. And that was a huge integration period because that's just not how I lived my life before. I've always kind of felt like if I wasn't serving other people, then what is my value? But this whole time, it was just for me. So I really had to integrate that. And when I did, I went online. I told everyone that my mission here is not anyone else but me. And it's only ever going to be me in this lifetime. But I do have a vision to inspire you guys to find your own mission as well. And now I'm here. <laughs> that is so beautiful and exactly on par with everything I experienced. I was exactly the same way. That is so funny how we've just like been on this like linear journey together. It's been so similar. So what would your definition be on self-love if you had to define it now? I really like that question. If I have to define self-love, I would say it is to be love. Um, you know, I think a year ago, my answer would have been different. It would have been to love yourself, accept yourself, be kind to yourself and give everything you ever needed, which is true. But now that I've awakened and I know that I'm not the only one who's loving myself, source and my guides are loving me too. I think our search for self-love is really our search to be love. And when we're able to tap into the frequency of love, it doesn't matter if it's to ourselves or to other people, we're operating at that level. And I think that's who we really are. And that's why we search for self-love. I love that. And I think that that is so true because if you think about it we all do come from love in the most corniest way possible but we do we come from source and that is pure love frequency and that is what we are searching for when we're here we're just searching to feel that in any aspect of our life and we it gets distorted through this human experience uh, you know, through objects through things through experiences we think that that's how we're going to to um, feel love and it's just it doesn't come from outside of you. That's the most liberating thing to learn. It really, really, really comes from within. It really comes from 
within you. And whenever I get off path, that's when I'm searching for it within other objects and other things. And something that I've been doing now to really help myself in this self-love experience and like really, really being love, like being exactly that is I literally sit here and do this. It's so funny. I'll sit here and I will envision what it's like not to get all the things that I desired in this lifetime. So not to get the things that I am like craving or I'm wanting that my ego wants, that my ego thinks is going to make me successful, or you know, whatever I think I need. Because yeah, I, I just had this like moment of even my manifestations or what I think I want that's only such a small scope of what it could be. It could be absolutely anything. It could be something that I've never, ever thought of in my life. It could be something that never existed that like speaks to my soul a thousand times more than what I'm thinking I need right now. So I put myself in these situations where I'll think about those sorts of situations, put myself in that frequency of not having it because the idea behind that is I want to lose that emotional charge that I'm giving to the manifestations or to the things that I'm putting love to, right? So the external things in my reality that I think that I'm going to like, I need in order to experience love or, you know, a joyful life and whatever, because that's not true. What does every spiritual teacher tell you? What does every person that's like in the space tell you? It says that it's right now. You experience those things right now, but it can be hard when we're so programmed to be this in like lack mentality and we're looking for it outside of ourselves. So I was like, okay, so if I'm putting so much importance to these things outside of me, let me think about not having them lose that emotional charge to the thing. Cause then I realize, okay, even if I didn't get that thing, it's not the end of the world. I still am love. Like I can still feel love. I can still feel like all of these, these emotions that I want to feel because that's the funny thing about like, you know, these external um, things that we think are going to bring us love. Like all of those things, they just carry an emotion behind them. And the funny, like with emotion, you can feel that right now if you wanted to. There's just so much power in like shifting your perspective like that and realizing that literally nothing outside of you can bring you like the happiness and the love that you're looking for and and bring you that self-acceptance and all of that because yeah that that it, it just it helped me so much it like liberated my mind so much and I just feel free in this creation process now and I feel fully free now to just be able to be like okay so I don't know what it's going to look like. It can be literally whatever it needs to be. My only job right now is to just be like okay what excites me? What makes me feel those feelings right now and let me do them. That is so powerful. You know, I, I find it so interesting how everyone gets their own little set of tools and tips and tricks for themselves because at the end of the day, only you know what's been going on in your mind and you know how to recalibrate. And when you were saying that, I still felt like it, there's a common theme, which is to disconnect from the desire in a way. Because I, I believe that if you have a desire, you'll always be able to get it in its vibrational level. But if we have practiced enough beliefs about that desire that's causing a lot of resistance, then it's better to just disconnect from it and move on to the next thing because the universe is always working in your favor. And somewhere down the road, it's going to show you and throw you back that desire in a way that feels very easy and effortless and in love, right? 
because oftentimes what happens is I feel like we chase certain desires that then we fall out of love, whether it's with the thing itself or with ourselves. So what's most important is to remain present, be happy with where you are and know that, you know, I was telling myself today that I could do this again and again and again, where I have a desire and I have a goal. I work my ass off to get there and I'm happy for a second and then it's not really satisfying, which I believe we are never really satisfied because we're here to always expand and ask for more. That's like the theme of what we do. So I could do this pattern over and over again, or I can just decide today that every day I'm going to feel a little bit better. Like I'm not going to allow myself anymore to go by an entire day and feel at the end of the day that I did nothing when just me existing is such a powerful miracle in itself. I love that you mentioned that. That's so, so, so beautiful. And how would you give somebody tips on being comfortable with just existing, with not fighting, with not searching? Because, you know, we're all like programmed to be in this like hustle culture. And if you're not productive or if you're not doing something, if you're not chasing something, then you've wasted your day, right? Whereas I like with your Instagram, I love consuming your content because you really romanticize life and you really like, it's like this dance with life. That's what it feels like. It just feels like, yeah, it just feels like you're happy to just be, you know, you're not doing anything. You're just being and experiencing. And I think that that's such a powerful place to be. That's such a powerful frequency. And yeah, I'd love to know like what your tips would be to help somebody be comfortable in that. To be comfortable with just existing. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like this is like the mother wound. <laughs> of everyone because you know like we all kind of went down that path where we tend to explain ourselves as human beings to relate to other people we also try to prove our worthiness a little bit or a lot <laughs> with our successes and just how we appear to our friends our family I don't have a straight answer for you because it's something that I'm also still learning myself but what has really helped me is my spirituality, my practice. Because when it was just me and my self-love, it still felt like I was trying to prove something to other people that I could love myself. But once I tapped into my true source and the fact that I'm just here because I chose to be here as a soul, knowing that there's contrast, knowing that there's a variety, knowing that life is not rainbows and sunshine, but I could see it as rainbows and sunshine. That's when I realized that I don't have anything to prove. And that's something I still remind myself when I create, when I show up on Instagram. It's just what it is, right? But I mean, I, I couldn't imagine myself going through another 10 years of my life, two years of my life where I'm just always justifying my existence with some kind of measure or outcome. It's not going to make me happy. And so I feel like my one tip for you is to really know yourself. I feel when you know yourself and you understand your responses to life, you understand not only the depths of who you are, but your strengths you, you will naturally explain yourself less to other people. And when you stop 
explaining yourself a lot more. You find that peace within. You don't feel like arguing as much anymore. You don't want to push against anything. And I think that helps you to just be. Such a beautiful answer. And I love that because I think gaining that self-awareness was definitely or is definitely the thing that helps me to just be and understand myself and be comfortable with just being as well. So I really, really, really like that. And yeah, in my opinion, like to gain that like total and utter self-awareness, I just think you have to spend time with yourself. Don't shy away from spending time with yourself. Don't distract yourself with, you know, these external things like phones and social media and things like that. Just get to know yourself on a completely like spiritual and soul level and you will, yeah, it's just a lot easier to gain a higher perspective when you're going through this like 3D reality and you're experiencing the world so viscerally. How do you say that word? Viscerally. Viscerally. That's right. (laughs) I was like, is that going to come out right? <laughs> Viscerally. Yeah. Viscerally. I think yeah, so. I think so. <laughs> Shinglish, that's right. But that's okay. Um, too funny. <laughs> Shinglish is a combination of my name and English. My friends put it together. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what you're saying. But I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. Shinglish is a combination of the both. Um, it's a, like a common joke on this podcast when I say Shinglish because it's pretty funny. It's basically my, you're a money gen, right? Oh, you're a generator. Okay. I'm a generator. Um, I feel like, I don't know why I thought you were a money gen. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, same, same. Well, money gens like <laughs> same, same. do all of the things. So when I speak, I want to say everything all at once. So it's really funny. And it's actually something that extraterrestrials do when I communicate with them. Like when you're communicating telepathically with extra um, extraterrestrials, they just kind of like download this information and you get it like within a second like you get the whole answer within a second but for you to actually interpret it and put it into human language that is what takes time so you're like yeah so I don't know I feel like because I'm used to communicating like that as well it's hard with the human language I don't even know why I started talking about this (laughs) I'm going off I'm like I'm like okay (laughs) um back on track though I yeah I, I thought that that was a beautiful beautiful tip on how to be comfortable with just being. And I could listen to you talk all day. I just want to say that, first of all. I'm like, your voice is just so nice to listen to. You have such a nice voice. Do you have a podcast? You need one. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, No, I don't. I I do remember you telling me this over Instagram DMs. And I also remember telling you the story of how I had a weird relationship with my voice because my voice is quite low for someone my size. I'm like 4'11", petite Asian. Like such a weirdo right now. I'm like, but your voice is just so special. Like the frequency that your voice admits. I'm like, ah, it's like putting me into a calm state. I want to hear back from the listeners. I'm like, if if this is resonating with you, I'm like, please, like, let her know. Let me know. I'm like, she's going to think I'm a creep, but. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, you're so welcome. Honestly, I'm just like, I'm getting like lost in your voice. That's how nice your voice is. I'm just like, ha, ah, like I could listen to you speak all day. Uh, you know what? Like, I am so happy that you say that because it just goes to show how funny, how sometimes what we are most insecure about of ourselves aren't seen the same way by other people. And I'm not necessarily talking about my voice, but at the end of the day, it's just you and you. 
You know, I feel like we have so many, like we go through this world in this lens of what are people going to think about me in this way? You know, what about this feature of mine or this feature of mine? And then you find some people who resonate and you find some people who don't. And because of this fluidity, it reminds me of how much it's more important of what you think of yourself. And that's kind of what came through for me just now when you're talking about my voice. Yeah, so I wanted to share. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. And it really like ties in nicely to everything that we're talking about. And it also is a good reminder and good motivation to just do what you want to do because everyone is always going to have different opinions and different ways of seeing the world. It's based on our own life experiences and our own perceptions. And it's literally impossible and exhausting to try and please everybody. It's so exhausting to to push against something. I think I read somewhere or heard somewhere on a YouTube video the other day about how if you were to push against a rock, oh, Wayne Dyer, that's it. I was like listening to one of his recordings and he said if you push against a rock that's you pushing against something but at the same time the rock is applying equal pressure to you and your body whereas you could just turn around and move towards what you want and so his message was when you are for something you are empowered and when you are against something you are disempowered Mm, and that's that's so special and that was where I wanted to bring that point so I love that you just like um, put that all together. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's exactly what I was getting at. I was like, with this self-love journey, you know, it's exhausting trying to, you know, have other people see you and be seen by everyone. And it's like, no, like your people will come to you and they'll resonate with you. And that's like, you're going to call in your tribe, just being exactly who you are. And that's another thing that I really, really want to highlight. And I think like this took me a long time to understand for myself, but it's this idea of not having to be anything else other than me. That is how I get to where I need to be. Like, that even like as I think about this is a process because as I think about like this podcast I'm like oh my god I'm so goofy in this podcast I'm saying all of these things but usually maybe I would have like edited them out but not doing that anymore because I'm like this is such like this is the imperfect version of me this is how I am you know people humans make mistakes and it's so funny how like us humans are trying to like strive for perfectionism and like be like you know um so like you know not mess up not be imperfect not be goofy and all of that stuff um because they think that that's what's going to be attractive but the truth is your soul in its fullest expression expression is what is attractive like mistakes and all goofiness and all and it's just it's so funny having watched my own personal journey and like how I started off trying to be so perfect and now how I'm like getting comfortable with being messy and you hear it all the time and this is what I am trying to like really integrate personally on my self-love journey like you're hearing it from the teachers from these like incredible teachers who have done amazing things there were so many amazing amazing souls in this this world doing this work and what do they always say they say the way that they got there the way that they got the thing was being exactly who they are when they stopped being anybody else even emma chamberlain have you heard of emma chamberlain am i saying her name correctly emma chamberlain emma chamberlain is she on tiktok i don't know if She's on, Is she on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, she's, okay. yeah, she's on yeah, she's on TikTok. She's also a YouTuber, but 
I personally was going, she has like 9 million followers. Like she's crazy, right? So I, yeah. And I went back on her old videos and she, you can tell, like you can see the difference in, and I feel energy in such a, like a, a real way. So I could see like her old videos prior to her, like actually getting anywhere with um, what she was doing. Not that she wasn't getting anywhere, but you know what I mean? But before getting like all the followers and all of that and um, blowing up, she was really like polished at the start, like much more polished than she she is now. And now she'll just show up on YouTube in her rawest form. She doesn't, like she's just her and even her content, like she's just fully being and that's all she's doing. And that is what like, that has that that's what has built her her following and helped her to access her desires just by being exactly who she is and you can literally see the difference from when she started and when she didn't start and the point of what i'm 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 trying to say is I no longer just want to like intellectualize what these like teachers and people are saying it's like I want to be that okay so they're saying I have to be exactly who I am and that's all I'm going to do that. I'm just going to be exactly who I am. You know what I mean? I'm no longer just going to be like, okay, because at the start, it was just like, it was, it's like you're absorbing all of this information, but actually practical application of the, of what I was learning, that wasn't there. That component was missing. It's like, okay, I was understanding it, but I wasn't actually doing it in my actual physical life. And that's where the change actually starts. That's when everything shifts when you actually do that like practical application of the things that you're learning. That is so valuable because I remember when we first chatted, I think I brought up this tipping point idea where at one point you just tip over. But before that, you're building this momentum. Like let's say you want to work on yourself and it's personal growth, but the patterns keep on coming up, you know, um, reality keeps on showing you and being a mirror that there's some things to heal and stuff like that but at one point you just tip over and you decide that you're going to be happy you're going to be okay you're going to choose your happiness and I know that for some people listening it might be hard to hear it might be hard to digest this information because maybe just not at the same place but it really does come to a decision I always like, I was thinking of this the other day where um, it's like in reflection to what you were saying about just deciding to be who you are, because what's usual and familiar for us doesn't mean it's a deep knowing for us. So what I mean by that is let's say we're healing and we're growing. The thing about mental health and just spirituality even now is that we tend to get into this cycle that because we're always growing, we're evolving, we're incomplete. And even though technically, yes, we are incomplete because we are eternal, it's that sense of incompletion that feels less than. However, the way I see it is if I'm going to be incomplete, if I'm always going to be growing, evolving, expanding till the day that I die and the lifetimes after that, <laughs> I'm going to honor who I am now because I'm not going to go through this lifetime just knowing that I'm going to keep on growing and expanding and then never being satisfied with myself. And I think at that point, you tip over and you decide who I am now is good enough because who I am is always changing. That's really, really, really powerful. I really, really like that that reflection. And I love your perception on 
being incomplete because you're so right. Like we will never feel that sense of completion. We will always be striving for growth and change. And that's literally why we came here. It's like an earth school. We literally wanted to experience that. We wanted to grow. And yeah, even just thinking about our lives up until this point, think about how many different types of versions there were of you each of them perfect in their own right. And now, you know, you're in this version of you. So yeah, I love that. I love that change in perspective. perspective. I think that that's just powerful. I feel like it's always this balance, this balance of wanting to improve yourself, but not making yourself less than just because you have goals and you have dreams for who you want to be. That's okay. <laughs> if you want to be kinder, you can be kinder. If you want to be more giving, you can be more giving. But that doesn't make who you are now bad. You know, it's trusting in your goodness. It's believing in your worthiness. It's giving yourself grace and not only just grace, but appreciation for the fact that even when you feel bad about yourself, you are adding more to the universe. That's how valuable you are as a person, right? So you got to see that for yourself though. (laughs) You do and you do. And it does, it does come to that tipping point that you described and that's a beautiful analogy. And yeah, look, there might be some listeners that are on a different part of their journey and that's okay. Maybe this doesn't resonate now, but maybe this is just planting seeds. And this this is a process. It was a process for you and I. And sometimes it actually takes you making the mistakes, right? You mentioned this at the start, but I guess like maybe I'll finalize with this, like, you know, with purposes, we'll have many purposes in our life currently and in the future. So I think lots of people are hung up on that idea of like, what is my purpose? What is my soul? You know, and I think it's okay to have like a mission statement, like I'm here to do this. I'm here to just be, uh, which is so beautiful. But in terms of like how you do that or, you know, how your soul chooses to express that gets to be really individual to you and that gets to be different and that gets to change and allow yourself that leeway to change and not be so fixated on one particular path. Because yeah, if I, if I had stayed down the reading path and been like, okay, no, I said that this was my purpose. I have to see it through. I would have been unhappy. I would have led this life of unfulfillment again. Like it was my willingness to let go of that and to allow something else to come into my life. Because yeah, I believe that once upon a time, yeah, that was my purpose for a short period. That was my purpose to do that. I was meant to do that. There was a reason why it felt exciting, but then I lost that excitement. And now I'm on this path and now this is my purpose. This is for whatever reason, something I have to do. And then I'll say, okay, once I've completed that, then you'll be given that next piece of the puzzle, which is something that you described earlier. And then you go down that path. And it, that's, that's literally as easy as it is. We do, we're the ones that complicate it, right? That's exactly it. And, it, you know, I just find it so beautiful how both of us, we were going down the same path and here we are sharing reflections with each other and with your audience. I got a visual the other day, like a vision of how everyone after they die (laughs) or pass away, um, their souls like gather in the same place and their stories are removed from them, all their history and their memory. And then I got a visual where the souls were like, okay, let's do that again. And they go back to earth again. (laughs) And then it just makes me think about how it gets to be this fun. And I think before we came here, we knew that there's always going to be a new desire. And that's the whole point. That's why I believe that the earth is so magical because even though 
there are things happening around in the planet, I believe, in the resilience of where we live. So I just think it's this whole topic of the purpose, you know, like, I think previous generations didn't have this much on their mind because um, we were at a different state of our evolution as a species. But now that, you know, with us as a generation, we have that stability, we have everything laid down for us by, you know, the generation before us. Now we're searching that feeling of legacy through something else. And that's the purpose that comes in. But if anyone has ever watched Soul the movie, the Pixar movie, and you resonate with what Chalet was talking about, I highly recommend you to watch that because that is all about, you know, the purpose, quote unquote, of why we came here and what it really meant. I've watched that. I loved it. I was like, so, so, I know my heart got like warm watching that movie. I actually watched it with my partner and he's like, I didn't expect this. And I was like, I I was like, they made this. <laughs> I was so excited. It's so good. It's so good. I love a good Pixar movie. Like they just, oh, they make me feel so good. But um, thank you. Thank you for this chat. Thank you for getting into this topic with me, diving deep into this, because it really gives you a different perspective into self-love and yeah, one that I love that we're both on this journey of going on and it's just it's it's really really empowering to start seeing life from this perspective so if people wanted to connect with you if they wanted to work with you all of the things where could they find you you can find me on instagram at suki ykc i'm on there i also have a link in my bio where you can sign up for a masterclass that i did i also have a newsletter but you know what? If anything, just give me a DM and let's chat. And if you want to work, also DM me and let's chat. We'll see how it goes. Incredible. Amazing. Thank you so, so, so much. That's all going to be linked in the description below as well. And yeah, have a lovely rest of your night. Thank you so much for being here and for having this conversation today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to give it a rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. It would mean the world to me. Also, if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform, you can find me on Instagram at Shule Ozek. I would love to connect with you. Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.shuleozek.com.